Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for moms who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, online fitness coach, wife, and mom of four. Every week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 15. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber Brzezicki, your host, and Happy New Year. I cannot believe that it is already 2019. I feel like we just started a new year and here it comes around again. So for our first episode of 2019, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that happened to me in 2018. And that was that I went through some changes when it came to my workout routine. I kind of found myself in a fitness rut and I ended up working through it and coming out the other side better than ever. And I thought that this would be a really helpful topic because I think there are probably a lot of you who have experienced this and or are going to experience this at some point in time. And I think it's important to be able to talk through that it's normal and that it happens and that there's ways to get through kind of that fitness rut time frame. So let me first start out just kind of telling you a little bit about my background and kind of the things that have happened to me over the last, you know, 10 years when it comes to fitness. A little bit about my journey and then how that brings us to kind of a pivotal point this last year. So I've told my story before on the podcast here, but just as kind of a recap in case you're listening for the first time, I was privileged to have a mother who took me into the weight room at a very young age. And so I was introduced to lifting weights and the weight room when I turned 14, thanks to my wonderful mother. And I continued lifting weights for many years through college. And then even when my husband started medical school and we didn't have any kids. But then after I had my first child, things kind of changed and I couldn't go to the weight room anymore because the specific weight room that I was using didn't have any childcare. And so I had this this shift come when my friend invited me to join her gym um, where they had childcare and I could do group fitness classes with her. And I was kind of reintroduced to that love of group fitness. I grew up with my mom being a group fitness instructor. So I was not a stranger to the group fitness room, but I kind of got reinvigorated with that love. And from that time forward, I started teaching group fitness classes and I did that for seven years. So for seven years, I taught you know, five, six, seven, sometimes eight classes a week. And I was able to mix it up. I added different formats along the way. So I was able to keep it like fun and fresh and new and not feel stale or boring. And because the music changes, the choreography changes, like I was, it was able to keep it just exciting. And I, I really enjoyed my time teaching group fitness. And I really enjoyed the people that I got to meet through teaching group fitness. However, I got to a point where um, I realized nothing was changing physically. 
Um, and I wanted more. Like I wanted to see some some different changes in my in my body, in my physique, in what I was capable of. And I wanted to push myself in different ways that I couldn't do in a group fitness class. So while we were in North Carolina, my husband was doing fellowship. I started making this transition a little bit away from group fitness. I took down the number of classes that I was teaching a week and I started adding in some of my own lifting and I started doing some bodybuilding style lifting where I was, you know, doing reps of eight to 12, really focusing on hypertrophy. At this point was when I kind of discovered macros. So I was pairing my nutrition with my lifting and I was really seeing changes. I was seeing my body change in a way that I had never seen it change before. And it was really, really exciting. At about that same time, my husband actually started joining me in the gym. He had been pretty busy with med school and residency and hadn't really had time to go to the gym up until that point. But during fellowship, his schedule opened up quite a bit and he started joining me at the gym. And so that was kind of a whole new ball game of being able to see him come to the gym and start to lift like I had been doing for years and years, um, but to see him lift in a slightly different way. He got hooked up with a friend who kind of taught him the layout of the gym and then he started getting involved in starting strength. And with starting strength, it's all about learning the compound lifts, the squat, the bench, the deadlift, and the press, and really being able to run a progression where you're increasing your weights over time pretty consistently. And so he got involved in starting strength and kept bugging me to kind of stop doing the bodybuilder type workouts and come join him in a more powerlifting type way. So in January of 2017, I started doing a little bit more of the powerlifting type lifting. And in April of 2017, we hired our first powerlifting coach through Starting Strength Online Coaching. And that experience was awesome. I learned a lot about the lifts. I learned a lot about technique. I learned a lot about programming and being able to set up to see success over time. I did my first powerlifting competition November of 2017. My husband and I did it together, which was so, so fun to be able to do something like that as a husband and wife couple. And I really was enjoying my lifting. I was enjoying feeling strong. I was enjoying seeing my numbers go up. I set some big goals. I wanted to get a 300 pound deadlift and I was able to hit that at the powerlifting meet. And it was just a really, it was a fun time. My husband and I moved to California over that that time and we ended up taking a shed that we have in our backyard and converting it into a gym. So we got a rack, we got barbells, we were able to lift at our, at our house and we could do it together. And it just was a really fun hobby that we were able to do. And I was really enjoying myself. Fast forward to early-ish 2018. So my competition was done in November of 2017. And as we rolled into the new year and I started some new blocks of training and setting, you know, some new goals, I just started to feel this sense of, I don't know if it was boredom so much as just not excitement anymore. Um, I ran a block after our after our competition and um, the way that intermediate and advanced weightlifting goes is you end up running blocks where during a block, you're trying to increase your weight slowly over time, end up peaking at the end of that block. And then when you reset on another block, your starting weight is a little bit higher than the block before it. So you're kind of making this stair step movement upwards in progression. And so after my competition, I started a new block and was trying to, you know, tap out my, my squat. And when I finished my squat block, 
I wasn't even able to hit my PR that I had hit at the weightlifting competition, at the powerlifting competition. And that kind of sucked. I felt like, gosh, I've been working really hard. I like did this whole other block and I can't even hit, I think my, I hit a 232 squat at the, at the competition. And I think I ended up with like a 215, maybe, maybe a 220 max squat after the second block. And I was like, gosh, that sucks. Like all of that work, all of that time. And I can't even hit my PR again. So that kind of bummed me out, but I kept going, but it kind of felt like that in, in a lot of, of the different lifts that like, it just wasn't as fun anymore. Progress obviously wasn't happening as fast, which is totally normal. You are going to, your beginning lifters are going to progress a lot faster than intermediate to advanced lifters. That's just how it is. But it just started to feel heavy. And my training just started to feel heavy. I wasn't excited about it. I didn't look forward to it. It was like, oh, today's a lifting day. I have to go out and train. And it just wasn't fun anymore. And so this is what I would call a fitness rut. And, you know, a fitness rut might feel differently to you, but the way that I'm defining a fitness rut and the way it felt to me was just heavy. It was this lack of excitement, lack of motivation, lack of thrill for doing something that I had really enjoyed in the past. And I, I recognized it. You know, I recognized that it was happening and I didn't freak out. And I think if you are going through a fitness rut or you've had one in the past, I think it's really, really important to understand that it's totally normal. It's normal to ebb and flow with motivation It's normal to ebb and flow with excitement around your training, and it's okay. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you unusual. It actually makes you very, very normal, and it's not an emergency. It's not an emergency if you are in a little bit of a fitness rut, but I ended up working through this fitness rut, and I I went through four different steps to be able to kind of work through this, and so I thought, you know what? I think it would be really helpful to kind of explain the story of how I went through this, how I worked through my fitness rut, and kind of some steps that you can take if you're finding yourself not excited about training, not excited about the gym, um, needing to like re-motivate yourself. You know, this is the new year. A lot of people get re-motivated when it comes to fitness. So I kind of want to give you four tips today that worked for me and hopefully will work for you if you find yourself in a similar situation. I think it's really important to lean into the challenge. And I think this differs from what a lot of people will tell you. Um, If you ask a lot of people, you know, if I'm not feeling motivated, if I'm not excited by my fitness regimen, what should I do? I think a lot of people would say, well, let's switch it up. Like, let's totally do something different. Let's like, you know, try a different type of workout. And I think you can go that way. But before you do, I consider, consider trying to lean into the fact that it's hard. Lean into that challenge. I think there's a lot of value in life in doing hard things and in voluntary hardship, meaning like voluntarily doing hard things and recognizing that, you know what? I'm not the type of person who gives up when it gets hard. I'm the type of person who, even if it's hard, I still show up. I still give it my all. I still train. And that, that becomes who you are as a person and it is evidenced in the way that you approach your fitness. And this is what I did. I, I recognized, okay, I'm not super excited to train. This is not super fun, but I am the type of person who, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it and I don't quit when things get hard. 
And so I did. I continued. I continued for several months of saying, you know what? I don't really like this, but I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to keep doing it. And you know what? Maybe it'll come back around. And I've had that happen before where things aren't as fun and you keep with it and you put in the time and effort and then it starts to be fun again. And so I leaned into it and I said, this is kind of a defining moment. I'm not someone who just gives up when it gets hard. So I'm just going to keep going. And I didn't miss any training you know, days, I showed up, I put in the work, I tried to find the joy into it. And that would be the first thing that I would really challenge you to do. Lean into the discomfort. Your mind has control over your body. And I think the more that we are able to understand that, that our minds are powerful. And when we decide we're going to do something, dang it, we're going to do it. The more trust you can develop with yourself and that personal integrity of like, when I say I'm going to do something, I am the type of person who shows up and does it the better you're going to be in the long run. So my first step, if you are struggling with a fitness rut yourself, is to lean into that challenge. Don't change anything. Don't quit because it got hard, but to lean in to the hard. Number two is I think it's important to then try setting goals, setting some new goals. And these need to be goals that are exciting to you. Just setting a goal to set a goal that doesn't really light you up inside, isn't going to do anything. So I think it's really important to set a goal that excites you. So I mentioned to my my powerlifting coach that I was kind of struggling, that I wasn't as excited uh, as I had been previously, that training was kind of feeling heavy. And her suggestion was, okay, let's let's find a competition, another competition for you to be able to sign up for and do. And that, you know, hopefully we'll breathe a little bit of life. It gives you kind of a light at the end of the tunnel, something that you're training towards and working on so that when you show up each day in the gym, you have something, you know, you're looking forward to. And so I did, I looked for some competitions. Uh, I struggled to find some in my area. It seemed like the ones that were happening in the next couple of months were already filled up. And the ones that were open were like five or six months down the road. And that just seemed like way too long for me to get excited about. But for you, it may look different. It may look like signing up for a race or signing up for another type of competition or setting a pull-up goal or a push-up goal or setting an endurance goal. Whatever excites you and drives you and motivates you is a great goal to set because it really can breathe some new life into your workouts and light a little bit of a fire under you again so you can kind of find that motivation and find that fun and excitement that you maybe used to have with your workouts that you're kind of missing. As I was thinking about new goals to set, I also kind of had to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't a beginner lifter anymore. And that may seem funny that it's like, not happy to be a beginner lifter, like you would think, oh, you would, it's awesome when you're not a beginner lifter. Like everyone wants to be an intermediate and advanced lifter. But the truth is, is that the gains that you have as a beginner lifter are so fun. Like it's one of the things that a lot of people fall in love with weightlifting because you can see progress so very evidently, so quickly as a new lifter. Every time you're going into the gym, you're PRing and you're lifting heavier than you did before. And, you know, in a couple months, your squat goes up. 30, 40, 50 pounds. And it's really, really exciting. And then as you get more advanced as a lifter, it's the curve kind of starts to level off. And the amount of effort that you have to put in, in order to incrementally increase your lifts is so much more than it was at the beginning. You'll talk to advanced lifters. And if, if, you know, advanced lifter can put five pounds on their squat in a year, they're 
thrilled. Like it's a big, big deal. And I just kind of had to come to terms with the fact that, you know what? I had seen a lot of gains in the beginning as I was learning my technique and as I was getting really familiar with the lifts and that I was kind of running my course. And yes, obviously I can continue to increase. Like my weights could continue to increase, but the amount of time that it would take to be able to have that increase happen it was just longer than it was going to be at the beginning of my training. And I kind of had to come a little bit to terms with that as I was looking forward and setting these new goals of, you know, what I wanted my lifts to be able to, to be and how strong I really wanted. So the first step was to lean into the challenge. Step number two is to try setting some new goals. And then for me, step number three was to rework my current regimen. So notice again, like we haven't changed anything yet. We haven't changed the workouts. And again, a lot of times people will be like, oh, you don't like it? Switch it up, do something different. And I just think that it's good to step back and say, no, we don't have to change everything right at once. We can get there. But first, let's try leaning into the challenge. Let's try setting some new goals. And now let's try reworking the current regimen. So for me, one of the first things that I did was um, my coach switched me from a four-day split to a three-day split. And this gave me one less day of, of lifting, um, one more day of rest and recovery. Um, and it was able to like, I was able to balance a little bit more, feel a little bit more in balance of like, I'm only lifting three days a week. Like I can suck it up. I can go out there. I can do my work and I can still continue to make progress. I also personally made the change to lift with my husband. So previously I had been lifting around lunchtime. I would go and I would pick up my son from preschool. We'd come home, I'd feed him lunch and then I would lift. And that was kind of my routine. And so I would lift by myself in my backyard. And I knew that from my group fitness days that I like people. I'm an extrovert. I get energized by other people and lifting on my own wasn't super fun for me. And so I consciously made the change to lifting instead of lifting alone to lifting with my husband. And so he would come home, we would put the kids to bed at night, and then we would lift together outside in the in the dark at night, which honestly is not my favorite time to lift. I would much rather like once I put the kids to bed, I would like want to veg out myself. But I knew that at least we would be doing it together. We could talk, we could connect, and that that would be a way for me to start to hopefully enjoy my workouts a little bit more is just to have somebody to do it with. My coach also changed up my um, rep sets, reps and sets. And so I would do some higher rep work. Typically with powerlifting, you're working in the one to five rep range. And so she would mix in some like sixes or eights or even tens with my lifting just to give me a little bit of variety. Um, she started including more accessory work. So instead of just doing um, the big three, I was doing some different accessory work, you know, some close grip bench pin squats, deficit deadlifts, things like that to kind of just change it up and do some different movements that would challenge me in a different type of way. Now for you, if you're looking to change up your regimen, you can do things like changing up your emphasis from strength to hypertrophy or, or vice versa. You can do things like adding in sprints if you're a runner or maybe adding in some more long distance if you like to do short distance. If you're somebody who likes yoga, maybe you try out a different style of yoga. So basically, my point is to keep doing what you've been doing. Just tweak it. Just tweak it in a, enough of a way that it becomes new and exciting to you. I think so 
often we're ready to throw out the baby in the bathwater. And maybe if you just keep the baby and throw out the bathwater, keep the things that you enjoy, throw out the stuff you don't, and just tweak it just enough, it can really breathe new life and invigoration back into your workout routine. And then step number four is the is the step that you know most people come up with when they say, well, what should you do when you're in a fitness rut? And that is to change it up, to completely you know, shift what you're doing, change it up, try something totally new, and hopefully get excited about your workouts again. And for me, that was what it ended up coming down to. I tried leaning into the hard. I tried setting some new goals and thinking about signing up for some competitions. I tried reworking my regimen and tweaking it a little bit, taking out the things I didn't like, keeping the stuff I did. And for me, it just came down to, you know what? It's time to change it up. I've, I've stuck with this long enough that I don't feel like I'm quitting. I feel like I'm choosing to stop. And I think that's a really important distinction to make. There's a difference between quitting and making a conscious choice to stop something. I didn't quit because it was hard. I didn't quit because I wasn't making progress anymore. I chose to stop because I wanted to do something that I enjoyed and that filled me and that was important to me. And so for me, that meant taking a break from powerlifting and trying something totally new. And what I wanted to do was to not necessarily get away from strength or from strength training, but I wanted to be able to use my strength in a new and different way. I had spent all this time lifting. I had spent all this time gaining strength and I wanted to be able to use that strength for something different. So you might've heard episode number seven, which I did an interview with Buddy or Macros, Natalie Delaney and Heidi Bollard. And if you did, then you know what I ended up trying out. They live close by, they live in a nearby city and they started going to a CrossFit box and kept bugging me to come join them at the CrossFit box. And I kept saying no, because I knew that I was going to enjoy it and I knew that I was going to like it and I didn't want to commit to something new at the time. So after bugging me for a while and kind of going through this this rut of mine, I was like, okay, you know what? I just need to suck it up. I need to make the transition. I need to tell my coach that I'm going to take a break from powerlifting and I need to go try out CrossFit. I think it's something that I know that I will like and it will kind of breathe a little bit of new life into my fitness. And so that's what I did. Mid-August, my kids went back to school and I started CrossFit. And in so many ways, it's been just what I needed. It's been a transition enough away from um, the three big lifts into a lot of different other ways that I can use my strength. So yeah, I can squat, but then in CrossFit, I also learned to overhead squat. I've learned to box squat. I've learned to front squat. I've learned to goblet squat. So I've been able to like take that squat technique and strength that I had I'd learned powerlifting and, and change it into even something else. I've done so many things in CrossFit that I have never, ever done before. I had no idea how to do toes to bar or double unders or farmer's carries or you know, the list goes on, handstand walks. The different ways that I've been able to learn to use my strength has breathed new life into what I'm doing. And for me, something I really realized is that I need people. I need people around me. Like I'm a group fitness junkie. 
I love working out at a gym. Like I need other people around me and I need that energy and that motivation and the momentum. So working out again with a group of people around me all doing the same thing, for me, like that's just super, super motivating. And I've just learned that something about me. I'm not somebody who can work out by myself and push myself really hard and and enjoy it. I need other people around me. And so in the future, I plan to do a little bit more of an episode of maybe contrasting powerlifting versus CrossFit, because I do have some thoughts about the good and bad and, you know, of each of the different styles. But I can say that my foray into CrossFit has been very, very positive, both from a lifting standpoint and also from a community standpoint. I really have just learned to enjoy this new season and enjoy trying something new and honestly showing up and not being the best at something. I show up and I couldn't do dumbbell unders and I couldn't do toes to bar and I couldn't do kipping pull-ups. I'm like literally the only person in who walks into a CrossFit gym and or box, walks into a CrossFit box and can do 15 strict pull-ups, but I can't do a single kipping pull-up. So I've learned new things and that has been really fun for me to have that variety, have that community and to be able to use the strength that I've built in a multitude of different ways. So that's kind of how I transversed my fitness rut this last year. It was several months in the making. I think it probably overall was about five months that I kind of was feeling in a rut and working through different aspects of, you know, the kind of the steps that I outlined here. And, you know, I ended up here at CrossFit and I'm enjoying it right now. Who knows what the future will hold? Um, I don't know that I'll stick with it for years and years and years. Um, But I know that if those feelings start to creep up again, that I have a really solid pathway that I've traversed before to figure out something else that will replace that. Because what I do know is that I am somebody who thinks that fitness is a very important part of my life and that I know that fitness is going to be a a part of my life for the rest of my life. It may look different through the years and I may, you know, do different styles. I may have different timetables of how often I go, but fitness is a part of who I am. It's a part of Amber and it's not going away anytime soon. So that wraps up this episode. I hope that these were helpful steps to you. Like I said, everybody goes through ebbs and flows. Everybody goes through times of demotivation, times of excitement. You may feel like super excited and super motivated right now, especially at the beginning of the new year. If so, ride that feeling. Like there's no harm in riding those feelings of excitement and motivation. Just know that you're not always going to feel that way and you need to have a plan for of attack for when you don't feel excited and motivated and when that excitement starts to wane down over time. And hopefully these give you some steps to be able to work through that process. So to recap, the steps are when you start to feel like you're in a rut, lean into it, lean into the hardship, lean into the challenge because girl, that's who you are. You're somebody who shows up because you said you were going to show up. Number two, set some new goals. Have something that lights a fire into you that gets you excited. Maybe that's doing a pull-up or maybe it's hitting a certain lift on, you know, a certain weight on your squat. Maybe it is joining, you know, going to a yogi retreat, whatever it is, something that fires you up, set a new goal. Number three is to rework your current regimen. So this doesn't mean like scrapping it all together. It just means tweaking it, changing your focus, changing how many days you go, changing maybe the location that you go to. Maybe you try a new studio or you try a new group group fitness class. Just reworking the current regimen. 
And then number four, if none of that works, then there's no harm in changing it up and just completely trying something new, a different style of working out. Give it a go. Give something new a try and see if that can breathe a little bit of life back into your fitness routine. I am excited for what 2019 is bringing. I have some really big goals. I shared some of those last week with you. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, make sure you go and give that a listen. Also, if you aren't subscribed yet, what are you doing with your life? Just hit the subscribe button. You're going to be listening to these episodes. I have some really awesome stuff that's coming out in 2019. So you should just go right now and just hit that subscribe. Wherever you're listening, hit the little subscribe button. And that way, every week, the new episode will automatically be downloaded and you're not going to miss a thing. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.